0: Welcome to the New Work Revolution podcast on NewWorkRevolution.com. Take your business leadership to the next level and join the revolution. Here's your host, Brandon Allen. All right. Welcome back to the New Work Revolution podcast. This is your host, Brandon Allen and I'm feeling a little inspired today. I just led a uh, accountability workshop for a group of uh, government leaders, and I thought it's been a while since I've talked about accountability on a podcast. And it's a shame, really, because accountability is such an essential part of effective leadership and effective management of our teams. And so today I want to talk about three keys to high-level accountability. And As we talk about accountability, why is this so important? And I think about early on in my management career when I felt like I couldn't hold people accountable because I wanted to be the nice guy. I wanted to be someone that people enjoyed working with and they liked. Well, what I realized is over the process of being a nice guy, I was allowing people to fail and instead of liking me, people hated me. Because of the fact that I didn't speak into their lives, I didn't speak truth, I didn't have the tough conversations, I didn't hold people accountable. And when I started to hold people accountable and really take that stand for what was right and to have high expectations of the people around me, people respected me more and quite frankly they performed better, which was better for everyone. So why do we want to hold people accountable? Well, there's a couple things that I want to speak to, and there's a lot of reasons why accountability is important. But one thing is, is we want to get things done sooner. And I was just having a a coaching call with a client who's getting ready to move into a new space. They've got a new space that they built. They're about a month out from moving into this space. And one of their employees said, hey, I don't think I'm going to make it. And I was so proud of this business owner because he said, hey, you know what, guys? We're going to make it. We've got a deadline, and we're making it. We're not pushing this off another week because the employee was asking for another week. Can we push the move for a week? Now, a week seems really reasonable. If someone came to you and said, hey, I need another week for something as big as a move, we think, you know what, that's pretty reasonable. I'll do that. I'll give you a week. But here's the problem with a week. We give someone a week. Pretty soon it turns into two weeks then a month, and then pretty soon we're like, what the hell happened to our deadline? What is going on here? We're not just a little bit past due on this project. We're way past due on the project, and now the project is in a place where we're probably losing money on the project or having other issues with it. So we want to get things done quicker, and accountability allows us to really turn up the heat. And one thing that I say in accountability. And and a healthy environment is an environment where people aren't always comfortable. Because if we have an environment where our employees are comfortable and we're comfortable, all we're going to do is get the same results that we've always been getting and no growth or change is happening because everyone's just happy. We're just fine. Hey, how you doing? I'm fine. How you doing? I'm fine. Everyone's fine. No one's growing. So we want to get things done quicker. And the way we do that is we turn up the heat a little bit. The second piece of to why accountability is important is the employee engagement issue. Employee engagement is a huge deal. Um, as we look at employees and are they checked in or are they checked out, probably about, uh, I think the statistics say about three quarters of employees are checked out. They're, they're either just, hey, you know what, I'm okay, or they're, they're actively working against uh, the business owner. They're that disengaged. And engagement is important, and and part of accountability is engaging employees. And I have business owners, leaders that I work with that don't engage their employees on a regular basis. They just don't do it. Or they have a manager who's ill-equipped to do it, and they're doing a poor job, so people they're not getting the results that they want. So we've got to have engagement. If we have three-fourths of our workforce disengaged or at a kind of a neutral level that's a real problem. We're really missing out on some opportunities to really leverage the team that we have. So let's get into my three keys. So the first one is having tough conversations. So this is one of the hardest things for leaders to get their, to get themselves to start doing on a regular basis for some of the reasons that I alluded to from my own journey earlier. We want to be a nice guy. We want people to like us. If we, if we have the tough conversations, people are going to get angry. But in this case, silence is deadly. If I have someone who's failing, at some point, you're going to get fed up enough with that that you're going to want to make a change. And the change isn't going to be you're going to have a tough conversation. By the time you let it get there, the tough change is I'm going to fire someone. And I don't want to have to have a situation where someone gets fired because we didn't hold them accountable much sooner and the reality is is that our team is not uh, our team is not I- incapable of making poor decisions or letting bad things happen in their work in their world of work and so they need someone to hold them accountable and to recognize blind spots for them We all have blind spots in the work that we do and it's important to have someone point that out to us so that we can, overcome that. Because if not, if no one says anything to us, we'll continue to have the same bad behavior day in and day out. And especially if it's a blind spot. So We've got to be able to have this tough conversation, and there's a lot of, if you, if you look at the management playbook, a book that I wrote that's now on Amazon, I talk a lot about how to really have that tough conversation. I've got some videos on three keys to effective confrontation. I've got a lot of things on confrontation. So if you go to New York Revolution, I'll talk all day about confrontation, but we've got to have tough conversations in order to hold people accountable. If you're not willing to do that, what you're willing to do is get what you've asked for, which is nothing. And that's a lot of times what happens in our organization. We get what we ask for, and what we ask for is nothing. We're not asking people for anything. We're not demanding a certain level of excellence. We're not talking about what needs to happen. So we need to do that. The second thing is, and I think this is the ultimate accountability partner, our objectives. I don't know how many times I go to an organization, and not only does the business not have any objectives, the employees don't have any objectives either, and look, we can go too far with objectives and goals and, and, and maybe focus on them too heavily or have an unhealthy attachment to what those look like, but I don't by any means find that that should be a reason for you not to have goals and objectives. And if I don't know as an employee what I'm working on, and you don't know as a business owner or a leader what the end result looks like or what a win looks like, how are we supposed to win? If I don't know how I win, how can I win? It's a no-win situation. The employee a lot of times isn't savvy enough to recognize that they're in, a, they're in a bad spot. They're in a no-win situation because there's no clarity around what goes on. But a lot of times employees get frustrated because they're like, hey, I'm getting criticized for the work that I do or I'm having people critique the work that I do, but I don't really know what the work is that I'm supposed to be doing. And so if you don't have objectives not only for your business but for your employees you're missing out on an opportunity to hold people accountable. Now I can say, look, these are the ways that we win. These are the outcomes that we're looking for. If not, if we don't have outcomes that we're that we're managing, then we're managing people. And managing people is a nightmare. Uh, We can't make people do the things that we want to do, but we can manage outcomes that we want in our business. And that may include or not include a certain employee that works for us today. So objectives, if you don't have some for you and your employees and your business, get some objectives. The last one is integrity. And this one's a really hard one because when I talk about integrity, people want to jump to the defensive and say, well, look, I'm an honest person. And I don't doubt that everyone listening to this podcast is an honest person, and I don't I don't doubt for a second that you go into your business or your uh, leadership position every day with the best of intentions to do the right things for yourself, for your team, for your business, for your customer, for your client, whoever that is. I have no doubt that you are a person who aims to be in integrity, but as a leader... We can't just talk about being in integrity. We have to be in integrity. So it reminds me of the movie Liar Liar with Jim Carrey, and his son wished that his dad couldn't tell a lie. And why did, he, why did he wish this? He wished it because his dad told him he would show up to a game and take him to a ball game, and he didn't do it. Then he told him he would show up to his party, and he didn't do it. He had a birthday party. He didn't show up. And he was someone who wasn't in integrity with our words. And there's a lot of parallels to that movie and how we lead sometimes when we go to an employee and say, hey, uh, we're going to do this training or I'll do some training with you this week. Or, hey, we'll get that employee, we'll get to that employee review this week. And then you don't do it. And I bet everyone who's listening to this can nod their head just a little bit and recognize, you know what? Yeah, I've done that. I've told my employee I'm going to do something for him, and then I don't do it. It could be a bonus. It could be a raise. It could be a performance review, training, a conversation with another team member. You name it. We've all said we'll do things, and then we don't do it. Here's the problem with that. When we do that too much, we become someone who talks a lot, but we don't follow through. and We we don't follow through. Our team doesn't follow through. and. Sometimes we don't realize that we're creating this type of a scenario. So if you've got a team that doesn't follow through, take a look at your own follow through and your own integrity in these situations and ask yourself on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being you're nailing it, uh, absolutely flawless in your execution, to 1 being I'm an unmitigated disaster, how is my business still open? Rate yourself on how you're doing in that specific area. Am I in integrity? Is my follow-through high level? This isn't to say that you can't have a misstep or two, but they better be very rare and few and far between. I better not be able to uh, count those in, in, in one week. Um, as a leader, we've got to have a high level of integrity. When it comes to accountability, I really feel like that's one of the building blocks of, in, of, of accountability. Is having the integrity, having the follow through that when people say, when people hear us say something, they know that our word is our bond and that nothing is going, you know, come hell or high water, we're going to make sure that these things get done. If I set up a new policy, if I want something done, people know if I've spoken it, that it's going to happen. But if it doesn't, refer back to number one with tough conversations and we'll have a tough conversation about it. And if you create a, a situation where that will happen, I promise you that people will follow your lead and and they'll follow your integrity and they'll be people of integrity too. And you know if this is one of your core values of your business, how important is this? If you're val- violating your values all the time, your values are meaningless to anyone else. So these got to be values that the business owner or the leader really gets behind and does. Not because we want to be out of integrity when we do these things, but look, every you know we're all human but we've got to put ourselves in a situation where we can be in integrity all the time that means not overcommitting that means saying no to things that we need should say no to it means delegating it means getting help all those things need to happen for us to be in integrity so think about your own accountability journey. Think about how you can hold your team accountable. How can you make the situation uncomfortable for your team? Not uncomfortable in a healthy way. Look, I don't want you to be creepy, but I'm talking about uncomfortable. And look, it, you know, I'm I'm really digging down deep here, and I'm giving a an a you know above average or or a different than normal effort. And it's kind of like that analogy of working out. Look, if you go to the gym and I ask you, hey, how was your gym session today? And you say, hey, you know what? It was fine. I talked to a buddy on the phone the whole time while I was working out. My guess is is that you didn't make yourself very uncomfortable. And the same is true with accountability in our team and the environment that we want to create. For growth to happen, we want to make People uncomfortable. We want to use these building blocks of, of, of accountability. And look, what I just talked about today, that's just scratching the surface. This is a little taste. So think about how you can build integrity and accountability in your office, in your business, and write those things down, put them in play, and then watch what happens to not only your performance, but the performance of your team. So I want to thank everyone for listening to the New Work Revolution podcast this week. This is your host, Brandon Allen. And hey, if you haven't checked out the Management Playbook on Amazon yet, please go check that out and uh, let me know your thoughts on newworkrevolution.com. So again, thank you for listening. This is Brandon Allen, and I am signing off. Thanks for listening to the New Work Revolution podcast on newworkrevolution.com. Until next time, take your business leadership to the next level and join the revolution.